Welcome to the next episode of our Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It's presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with the leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology converge. Today, we are continuing our virtual podcast. I'm excited to uh, have Rhonda Ham join us, Global Academic Relations at Corteva. And Rhonda, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Give us an introduction, Rhonda, of you and your role at Corteva and uh, really how you got to where you are. My career path is what people usually refer to it, um, but I usually like referring to it as a career adventure. In my mind, it's more like one of those old choose your own adventure book. You open it up and you come to a, a crossroads and you choose this way or this way. And so my career has really been more of that uh, versus a linear sort of path. It started unbeknownst to me back in high school. I was a FFA member and had an opportunity to be an intern at the University of California. So I'm originally from California. It was an eight-week internship at the University of California Extension Center. They assigned you into a lab. I was assigned to an entomology lab, which is the study of insects. To be honest, I was terrified. I was not looking forward to this experience at all. I was not a fan of insects. The idea of spending my entire summer with them was a bit terrifying, but it completely changed my life. I had always had a passion for animals. That's what brought me into the agriculture space to begin with. I didn't grow up on a farm. I thought I wanted to be a vet. That summer, I learned more about plant sciences and entomology and other things. So I decided I liked the breadth that agriculture had to offer. So I, when I finished high school, went off to college and majored in agricultural education. So I became an agriculture teacher, did that for a year and then decided, you know, I really want to advance myself so that I can essentially increase my salary as an educator. And so I went back to school for a master's degree. I moved from California to upstate New York and went to Cornell University. Finishing up my master's degree, my advisor said, hey, what do you think about sticking around and doing a PhD? And so I ended up getting my PhD in entomology. So literally, I started my career in high school with that entomology experience that led me to graduate school in that. And then uh, come time to graduate, I was looking for where could I go? I thought I would be an academic. That's where my passion has always lied in, in that education realm with my background in education and agriculture and teaching. And I stumbled into industry really by accident. And I've been with Corteva Science now 12 years. I started out as an entomologist for them doing urban pests, working in corn and soybeans, and had a variety of opportunities there, including a project manager within our operation facility, patent liaison, writing our new innovations for our new technologies, and uh, now currently our academic uh, relations leader. And so it's kind of come full circle for me where I get to do, go back to my roots of education and outreach, which I absolutely am enjoying. Fascinating path to where you are now. And I really think it's also a testament to the power of internships and what they can do and, and launch people in their careers. Uh, we've had a number of your colleagues on the podcast from Corteva uh, AgriScience, relatively new in the market in terms of the name, but the roots of this uh, company certainly have been here for a while. For those who may not be familiar, just a brief thumbnail sketch of of Corteva and the substantial footprint that it it has here in Indiana. Corteva AgriScience is a publicly traded global agriculture company focused on really three areas. So crop protection, 
seeds, and our digital platform. And really all of that is to help our farmers maximize productivity and profitability with the goal being that our company promise is to enrich the lives of those who produce and those who consume, ensuring progress for generations to come. And as you mentioned, we're not new to the Indianapolis area. We were Dow Agrosciences prior to Corteva. And so we've been in the area since the 1990s, but we are a global company operating in over 140 countries. Your role at Corteva would seem to be a perfect match with your background. You develop and ex- uh, execute global academic relations, including all K-12 science outreach and university relations. Tell us about that role and the collaborations that you are a part of. I think you're right. This is like my dream job that I never knew existed. I tease when people ask me what, about my role that I do K-3 through gray education and outreach. I do work with people of all ages, including students, parents, teachers, my colleagues, and really anyone within our communities uh, around the world. And we focus on three strategic pillars within our community investment team, um, including empowering women, enabling youth, and engaging communities. So those are the three areas that I focus most of my time. And you can imagine that implementation of those looks differently around the world. And it is not a one-size-fits-all program. It's really what do our communities and where our employees live and work need. And so that would look very different here in Indiana than it might look in Kenya or in Brazil or even in another state. And then also within that space, we have our employee engagement programs, which are our Corteva Grows programs. And those are really focused on science outreach, which is primarily where I spend a lot of my time. Green space, which is working with community beautification projects, pollinator gardens, for example, community gardens, food gardens, working with our food banks and our food security organization, and then also focus on our community. Talent is such a huge issue, of course, for the state of Indiana, for companies companies of, of all sizes, certainly right in your wheelhouse with your responsibilities there at Corteva. Give us your take, your thoughts on talent, the talent needs that Corteva has, the ability of Indiana as a state to produce or help to produce that talent through the great colleges and universities we have. But what's your take on the talent situation here in Indiana? Talent needs definitely change on a regular basis, but within agriculture, some things stay the same. You could imagine that within ag and at Corteva, we always need agronomists, we need entomologists, we need plant pathologists, some of our plant breeders, salespeople, those are what we sort of think of as pretty typical when people think of agriculture. What they might not necessarily think about within agriculture is those strong technology, cutting edge scientists and engineers, the software developers, the IT related experts, even those that have the capabilities and expertise in drone operators. Agriculture is a mix of both those traditional and kind of those more unexpected career options for people and students. We need both. I like to say that regardless of what your interests are, there's a place for you in agriculture. We really need everybody to pull together and there's so many different places within our business. You know, we kind of reach across the supply chain. We need everybody at the table. And so if you're an attorney interested in patent law or in trademark, those are some others that maybe, you know, aren't as top of mind when we think of agriculture. But really, uh, we're a pretty broad business. There's a lot of opportunities and a lot of spaces for students. Rhonda, as you look at it, is getting young people and their parents as well to understand the breadth of opportunities that exist in agriculture. Absolutely. That is one of the challenges. Most people have this preconceived notion of somebody standing in a field, right? It's a farmer. 
farmer. That's when we talk of agriculture, that is the career path they think of is a farmer. And it doesn't often get into, you know, the business side of things that is so important for us. There's an activity that I love doing with students. I walk into a room and I say, draw me a person in agriculture. And then we talk about, you know, what they ended up drawing. And there's a lot of stereotypes involved with what their perceptions are of agriculture. Typically, it's male. Typically, it is somebody with a overalls, potentially a pitchfork or some sort of manual tool, maybe a tractor, but it doesn't get outside much of the scope of that to drawing an engineer or drawing a scientist or drawing someone that is sitting around a boardroom, right? Those are not the pictures that that are conjured up when you talk about agriculture in general. We're trying to change that perception and let people know through some of our outreach that we do. It's a challenge for sure. Last fall, uh, Rhonda, you were selected as an American Association for the Advancement of Science, If Then Ambassador. So tell us a little bit about that honor. I'm still getting my head wrapped around this, to be honest. I am absolutely honored to be one of 125 women in STEM selected for this program. There are actually a handful of us that are involved in agriculture and two of us from Corteva AgriScience. So we're pretty proud of that. And really what the If Then Initiative seeks to do is to advance women in STEM by empowering our current innovators and inspiring the next generation because the tagline is, if she can see it, she can If these young women don't see themselves or see someone like them in these areas of STEM, it's hard to picture yourself there. The idea is to promote these 125, highlight these women when and where we can through multiple media opportunities, make them role models for these young women that may be looking for their place in STEM. Also, part of this initiative, they've announced the If Then the Exhibit, which will include the most life-size statues of real women in one place at one time. So they did some research and and found that there were less than a dozen statues of real women on display in all of our major cities within the U.S. I am still kind of wrapping my head around being a statue, uh, <laughs> to be honest. It's not something that I am used to saying, but absolute honor to be a part of the program. It has definitely felt like, you know, this close-knit group of women that had never met. We met once in October at a summit, and the immediate connection, we had all had similar experiences regardless of what our fields of expertise were and the variety of sciences is astounding within that group of 125 women. Rhonda Ham, Global Academic Relations at Corteva. Rhonda, it's been great to have you on the podcast. Wonderful perspective and we're, we're certainly fortunate to have you here in Indiana. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us as well on the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It is a weekly production partnership between Agronovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And a reminder, you can keep up to date with Agronovus by following them on Twitter and Instagram at Agronovusin. Also, you can find Agronovus on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, don't forget to leave us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to share ag bioscience stories like this one with more people. Thanks for joining us this week. And remember, Indiana, we're all in this together. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Gary Dick. Produced by Bridget O'Reilly, Libby Fritz, and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana Business News from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.